What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Wedding Planning Podcast. I'm your co-host, Amanda. And and I'm your co-host, Monica. Today, we have a very special guest with us. We are going to be interviewing a local baker here to Calgary, talking about all things cake and wedding desserts. So we have yes. with us Aaron Hebert. Hey. We need to add some like applause in there. <laughs> some might uh, think he's famous um, if you've ever seen him on TV, but um, others might not. Maybe this is your first time meeting him. So we're really excited for you to get to know him and get to know his business. And we'll talk all things wedding cakes and desserts. So yes. do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your business. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm Aaron, and um, I'm a pastry chef here in Calgary, Alberta. Um, and oh my God, <laughs> I always love this part talking about myself. Like, just talk <laughs> yourself up, why don't you? <laughs> Come on, sell us, sell us. <laughs> so yeah, I um, pastry chef. Um, you like Monica said, you may have seen me on a TV show on Food Network, um, season six, Spring Baking Championship. Um, I made it all the way to the end, so I was uh, one of the final three. Um, within that, I um, kind of rode the coattail end of the show and uh, trans transitioned that into a business so that's where um my business kind of came from so um it's called Aaron Hebert Company um and we sell cakes cupcakes cookie sandwiches and then obviously we do um custom orders which are wedding cakes woohoo actually you know what I didn't know some of that I knew you were on the show, um, but I didn't know, like, the ins and outs of that. So what was that like? Before we jump into everything, like, tell me what it's like being on TV. <laughs> so crazy. Like, such a surreal experience. Like, you'd go through so many interviews, so many, like, Zooms, like, everything. And um, honestly, like... I walked onto the stage and I was still like, um, is this real? Like, I'm waiting for somebody to just jump out and be like, ah, we got you. We flew you down. Like, like <laughs> you're standing here like, oh, just kidding. You can Jokes go home on now. Jokes on you. <laughs> we you're totally got you. <laughs> so oh super God. crazy. Like, and then when like within the show itself, like it's, such a crazy experience to be filming a tv show and then also competing um and then also doing what you love the most which is baking um so yeah super crazy the most intense experience i've ever been through and would do it again in a heartbeat to be quite honest with you oh my god fun i was gonna say that that sounds so overwhelming like i just picture like a wedding planning like contest like Oh my god, I'd, I'd be grabbing my pants the whole time. <laughs> well, of course. But I would be so nervous. Like, you're on national television, there's so much at stake, everyone is judging you. Like, I would just, it would be hard to, like, take yourself out of that and just be like, okay, I just need to focus on, like, what I'm good at and just crush it. Yeah, it was super crazy, because, like, you have a minimum of, like, once we, once we started getting closer to the end, we had like three to four cameramen on us at one time. 
Then there's producers, multiple producers. Then there's like culinary people walking around in the background. And like, and those are the only people that we actually saw. There's like endless amounts of people in the background, like typing out exactly what you're saying. They're watching you on camera to cue questions from yeah. the producers. Like there's so much more that you don't even see. And you just can't even think about that when you're doing it. Like you just have to like go with it and you're like, okay, I need to focus. Like I can't like, I can't focus on all these 3000 people staring at me. Oh I just have God. to do what I have to do here. That's yeah, and then we, so when cool. we watch it on TV, it just looks like, oh, there he is, running around, doing so Effortless. Great. <laughs> yeah. It was a good season. People should go back and watch it. Season yeah, six. Yeah, definitely. Maybe we can link it in the uh, show notes of this so people can watch. That'd be fabulous. Okay, so yeah. on to everything else. I'm sure I'll have other questions about the show and TV. Okay, what year was that filmed in? Oh my gosh, when did we film that? It came out like prime pandemic 2020 yeah. time, like April oh, 2020. Okay. And I think you went the summer before. Yeah, just the summer before. So, yeah. Amazing. So fairly so relevant cool. still. Yeah, very. Okay, so tell us how did you get into being a baker? <laughs> to be quite honest with you, it probably <laughs> dates back to... <laughs> no, I'm going to lie. <laughs> I'll tell all the fibs. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it literally dates back to like being a kid um, and just baking with my grandma, just standing alongside her, going to her house, literally doing absolutely no baking, just standing watching her. Just like she would just be in the kitchen, just like doing everything. And I, she'd be like, I need a spoon. And I'd run to get the spoon. Like that was my job. Like I didn't actually mix anything. Aww, you were the assistant. So yes. But yeah, totally dates back to my grandma. And then it really, I always knew that I wanted to get into baking. I always wanted, I always knew I was wanted to be a pastry chef. And from a very young age, I, I, you know, kind of channel, chan channeled that <laughs> and um, made those my dreams and my uh, aspirations. You, that's sick. Oh, I love that. And now here you are, very successful years <laughs> later. Crushing it. Right. Um, so we know there's like so many different bakers out there, especially here in Calgary. So what would you say makes your dessert stand out from the others? Well, I would say I bake from very, like, nostalgic flavors. So I like to go back and think, like, what did I have as a child? What did somebody else have as a child? And how can I resonate that through baking with somebody? So I always go back to that. And, for example, like, one of our very popular cakes is a peanut butter, is a peanut butter marshmallow cake which is something that actually comes from my grandma mm -hmm. and very true to myself. So she, whenever we went to my grandma's house as a kid, she always had a pan of peanut butter marshmallow squares. And when we opened the business, I said to my husband, I was like, how do we put these peanut butter marshmallow squares into a cake? Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. So it's very nostalgic. I love to 
I love to make um, very playful things. So, yeah. I love that. That is so, it's so true that like when you think about desserts and like comfort food, you think back to like your child. I'm trying to think what like my, I think for us, it was probably like an apple pie. And my grandpa always loved to make apple pies or the thing that my, it's so simple where my grandpa would put two dad's cookies together and ice cream in the middle so it reminds me of your cookie sandwiches that monica brought to one wedding (gasps) there's like no word of a lie everyone listening to this you need to go freaking buy one of these they're it's all very addicting yeah (laughs) it'll knock your face off yeah one thing i'm like literally trying to figure out these days is you know like the vanilla wafers or like Ah. strawberry wafers like they come in so many different flavors and i'm like how do i get them into a cake i need to know so that's like one of my challenges yes we need that can you tell me when that happens i used to pull those wafer parts apart and lick the icing off of the in-betweens of the wafers. I used to be obsessed with those. I was just at the grocery store the other day and I was like, I even saw them in the store and I was like, they're in the most ghetto packages possible. Like I'm guaranteed they've never updated the packaging on that. No, it's still the same. It's iconic. I feel like they can never (laughs) change the packaging because so many people would be pissed. Literally. Okay, so when ordering a cake or desserts for a wedding, how far in advance should couples be ordering? I would say minimum like one month. Yeah. Minimum. If you know like prior, the further the better, even like next season, like then it just gives us so much time to be creative with your wedding order or desserts or cake or whatever the whatever it is it gives mm-hmm. us so much more time to be creative and come up with something that's truly unique to your own wedding yeah. otherwise if it becomes short short time frames then it kind of becomes like whatever we can kind of get done in that time frame and if they're having something extravagant like a three-tiered cake do you recommend more time than if they're having like something smaller yeah. I mean, bigger orders usually take a little bit more time to plan, but I mean, you can always squeeze something in. Okay. That's good to know, like the turnaround time. Cause I usually like in our full planning, I usually do desserts right after we do design because it's like, okay, now we know your full vision. We know what flowers you're using. We know what colors you're using. We have an idea of rough estimate of how many people so I I try to get it in sooner rather than later but it's good to know that like for people you know they're like oh crap I forgot I need to do a dessert or something or maybe last minute they're like yeah let's do a small cutting cake or whatever that that one month mark is still gives them enough time to place an order even if it's something with a little bit you know fancier of a design that's good to know yeah and to be honest like that's a that sounds like the perfect time frame like after design because to be honest with you I love to see all of that stuff and then it gives me the opportunity to actually create a truly special cake that is unique to their own wedding and their own design like I had somebody send me inspiration pictures where it was literally a flower wall with like gold um I think they were like gold rings on the on like applied to it 
And Ooh, I literally yeah. created like a gold cake with like a flower crown on top and like it was a super cool cake and it was awesome because I was able to suit it towards that actual event. That's good yeah. to know. So we should send the mood boards to the bakers <laughs> so that they totally. can have that. Especially I think if they that... don't have a full vision in mind for their cakes and stuff. And that gives you a little bit more preparation for your creative freedom. Totally. And I think it's important to let you with such an amazing craft do what you do best. Like as much as people have this like specific vision, I think you should really, really trust your vendors that they are going to pull it off. Like let, let them run with it. Like let them do their thing. They know best. If they have a vision of what you want, let them like bring it to life. Because at the end of the day, we are creatives just like everybody else. So yeah. that is what we do. We, we create beautiful items. Yeah. And you're not looking to copy anyone else's designs that people send you from Pinterest or whatever it might be. So that's a good idea, which leads me to asking you, like, what do couples need to have available uh, in order to prepare you to get their cake done for their wedding? So to be honest with you, I don't need a ton of information <laughs> in terms of actually designing a cake. Um, obviously, sending along your design and your inspiration pieces for your wedding are imperative because then that, like we were saying, allows us to create something. Um, and then we just need to know the sizes of cakes. Like how big of a cake do you want? Do you want it just to be a one tier cake? Do you want it to be a two tier cake? Do you want it to be a three tier cake? Do you want it to all be able to feed people? Do you want fake layers within that? You know, like we can create a small like cutting cake, but have like two to three other tiers underneath it that are just fake and they're just there for show. I love yes, that. It's like a lot of our couples lean towards that. Most people nowadays are like the big giant cake is not as like imperative to people. They're like, I just want my cake cutting photo. And you know what? We already spent $80 a plate on, on a meal and it's, there's a dessert included. So like, give me that look of an, a beautiful, amazing design cake, but like, just give me the top. <laughs> but to be honest with you as well, like phone cakes are not cheap either. So there isn't, to be honest with you, a major price difference between everything because the phone costs just as much as cake nowadays. And to be honest, design is where, where you spend the money. Totally. And I was going to say, like, um, it doesn't always mean <laughs> it's cheap because I just got a quote for one. Yeah, their top, their top tier is whatever and the rest is foam. And then it's, yeah, it's literally the same as any other cake price but i yeah, guess it just literally depends what dollars yep <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um do you recommend that couples do a tasting prior to ordering their cake i would say yes but dependent if i would say if you've never tried that baker's items i would suggest a tasting because you might actually get it and be like, ooh, that's not actually for me. That's not what I'm looking for. But if you've tried that baker's items, then I would say you're probably okay without a tasting because you already know what it is. Unless yeah. you want a specific flavor combination that you didn't try, then they're able to accommodate that. 
And right. what does a typical tasting look like? What 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 is somebody going to get in the tasting package? Yeah. So we typically do like a tasting box. So that consists of three different cakes, three different buttercreams, and three different fillings. And then we send a full cake tasting menu um, prior so that you can actually choose the three that you would actually want. And then that just gives couples the ability to actually mix and match. Maybe there's a flavor combination that they didn't even think they'd like, but just randomly threw it together when they were doing the tasting and killer. Now we know. They need were it. like, this is good. Yeah, I will say that's nice because I I've sent your um your menu off to a couple of our couples and it's nice because what if people, you know, want peanut butter and chocolate or what if they want, you know, what if those are their favorite things? Like some cake places definitely have like their pre-made um, tasting box. It's just like generic for everyone, which is fine if you're not looking for anything like super out of the box. But I like what you do because, yeah, it gives the client the um, ability to customize. And it also gives them ability to know like more flavors that maybe you had they had no idea you had. And so that gives them a better option when it comes to their cakes. I like that, too. Yeah, so when it comes to ordering, what does the process look like when it comes to ordering a wedding cake for someone that's never ordered one? So typically we would get the inquiry um, and with within the inquiry, you would include all the information um, that we would need. We actually have um, right on our website, a, a wedding cake ordering form. So that will walk you through kind of the key points that we need to know in order to get something going. And then once we receive that inquiry, I, we usually look through it. If there's anything else that might jump out at us that we need to know, we'll ask that. And then from there, we go right into designing the cake and doing a quote. Nice. And then from, and yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then from the quote, we just, um, once everything's approved, we move everything into a cake contract and then take the deposit. Amazing. So for the cakes that are, you know, kind of out of the box, is there a way that you can kind of show them what it's going to look like? Or do you kind of just say, like, I have your vision and this is what I'm thinking. And then they can see it like on the day or before the day. How does it work for you, your design process? So with our design, <clears throat> I typically do a sketch of a cake for um, <clears throat> wedding cakes. So I actually draw out the cake, um, what the design will look like on the outside. And um, if there's any flowers, I add them onto, to be honest, I'm a wonderful wonderful artists so <laughs> when you see my sketches sometimes they don't even look like a cake so <laughs> but it does kind of give you an idea and a little bit of a visual at least even though I'm not a great artist it gives you that idea of what it's somewhat going to look like and then um, within our cake contracts as well I include that sketch and then any additional inspiration pictures that we may have acquired through the design process so that it all kind of coincides and you can see like the bits and pieces of everything that will kind of tie the whole wedding cake together. Yeah I love that that's awesome. What and you mentioned your... flowers. So if they're having flowers, does that mean that the couple has to provide them or can you provide the flowers? 
So we do, we are able to provide flowers. So we do use a local florist here just in Calgary. Um, she's amazing. She does amazing work. Um, she is Black Earth Floral. And um, I typically do all our flowers through her for any of our cakes. Um, but if you are going through a florist and they're already doing all the flowers for you and um, they know what you want, it's usually best just to get flowers right through your florist because then that allows um, for that continuity through your wedding. Otherwise, if I get flowers from our florist and you have flowers from your own florist, they might not work together and you'll notice that big difference just because there's not a lot of space between wedding areas. Fair, totally fair. So if someone's getting flowers through their florist, how far in advance do you need the flowers? Do you want to put them on the cake or do you let the florist put them on the cake? Like, I feel like some people are kind of d different. That's, that's such a tricky one because as... <laughs> As chefs, you want to do everything from start to finish. Yeah. But then there's also times where you just physically can't be on site um, to put the flowers on. I mean, I prefer to put flowers on the cake, but at the end of the day, you can't be everywhere. So you kind of have to put the faith in others and hopefully they'll place the flowers correctly. Um, I'm always happy to provide additional instructions of where I actually want the flowers so that if it's the florist putting them on, they know exactly where they need to go and how they're supposed to be placed. Okay, that's good to know because I've, I've definitely been tasked with uh, putting flowers on a cake and I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, you can do like that. Our couple's like, just throw them on there. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that I will do, so if the cake is getting picked up from me directly and you're providing the flowers yourself, if you bring the flowers with you, and just give me 15 minutes, I will place the flowers for you. And Amazing. the cake is done, it's ready to go. You put it in your car after you only had to hang out for 15 minutes and the cake is done. You don't have to worry about it. The look is incredible at that point, right? So nice. that's something that I will do as well. And if they're picking up the night before and they're not using the cake till the next day, are the flowers still gonna look as fresh, not in water if they're in the fridge? Yeah, so what I typically do is actually wrap the stems of the flowers with plastic wrap. So that just preserves any of the moisture that's within the stem. It preserves it and holds it in so that when it's actually sitting in the cake, it doesn't leak any of the flowery juices. <laughs> Sounds horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't you don't get the floral taste within your cake and then it also holds that moisture in so the stars flowers will stay fresh overnight in the fridge with your cake wow i did not know that that is neither did i and now i'm like i never want to place a flower in a cake <laughs> i really i really messed up those people's cake when they put the flowers in they've got flower juice everywhere <laughs> Just oh, kidding. Um, okay, what is your favorite wedding cake style? Currently. Uh, currently. I don't know. Like, I love, I'm loving, okay, I, I don't know if I would particularly call it a style, but right yeah. now I'm loving putting, like, 
<laughs> you know exactly where I'm going with this. With twigs in the cake. Okay. So like okay. actual like tree, like not like tree branches, but like actual like from the florist, like twigs slash tree like bunches that you would get from them and creating that kind of like whimsical like look to the cake and then it also like adds a little bit of height and a little bit of extra flair to it oh i like that yeah yeah i actually just did a wedding cake this past weekend with that and flowers and it was a winter theme so it was super cool that would look good in the winter for sure is this cake on your Instagram? Can I go creep it? Not yet. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I'm going to put it up this week, actually. Okay, I'll be waiting patiently. Okay, everyone can go look at the twig cake on Instagram. Because this will be twig. out after the picture is out. Yeah, um, yeah there we'll you post go. The, we'll post the twig cake in our stories when this comes out so everyone can see. Yeah. Um, do you think that wedding cakes are still on trend or do you think that the trend is transitioning to a different time when it comes to wedding desserts? I don't know. I've seen like a big transition lately of like just having that cake cutting cake and then doing um, other desserts on top. So um, whether it be cupcakes, cookies, um, other special desserts. Mm -hmm. I'm really seeing a transition to that lately. Yeah, I would agree. I would say more often than not, people do a small cutting cake and then they do like donuts or cupcakes, cookies. It's also like a little bit easier to like serve people that stuff, I guess, in that sense. So yeah, like if you get 45 boxes of Aaron Hebert's um, cupcakes for your <laughs> wedding and then they're beautifully placed out people can just go help themselves you know <laughs> yeah like the stunning cupcakes we're gonna put out in a two weekends which I have to put the flowers in now I'm freaking out thank you for that well if you provide <laughs> the flowers to me before <laughs> <laughs> okay what is one thing you wish people knew about wedding cakes and desserts Oh my gosh. Um, oh, what fun thing. Hmm. I actually, I have no idea. Um, I feel like one thing that people don't realize, like sometimes when I put, when I do people's budgets and they're like, I want to serve, you know, a hundred people with this cake. And I'm like, okay, you're probably looking at four to 600, like, to feed that many people people are like oh that much for a cake so I feel like people don't understand the time and the training that went in for into you like being able to do what you do so like how long does it take to make let's say a three-tier you know average design wedding cake I, I mean that could take up to four to six hours just for the cake itself. So yeah, I would definitely say that is something that people really don't realize when they're looking at a wedding cake is the cost. Yes. Cakes are not cheap. And I mean, the ingredients that go into a cake are fairly cheap. But <laughs> after that, that's it. You know, everything else is quite expensive. Um, and that's the thing is that you're not only paying for your cake 
for a cake, but you're mm -hmm. also paying for the time that it's taken that person to get to that point. You know, you don't wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I'm just going to do some wedding cakes today. Like, yes! <laughs> get that cake queen. Like, not happening. It takes years and years and years of practice. Yeah. And there's so much more than you just baking the cake. You have to design the cake. You have to source the items. Like, it's so much more than just like, I'm in the kitchen for four hours. And I don't think people realize that it's like a full process. Yeah. It is. It's a yeah, lot. Yeah, it definitely is. Okay, so we did get a few questions from our Instagram followers. So someone would like to know, what is the most popular dessert item that people actually like and eat? Oh. Mm, that's an interesting <laughs> question. <laughs> Okay, okay. I don't know. That's a tricky one. To be honest with you, if you don't like eating cake, you haven't gotten the right cake yet. Fact. Oh, I so love that. So if you don't, like, that is one thing that I am major on. The cake needs to look and taste incredible. So if your cake isn't tasting good, then you, you need to switch bakers, honey. <laughs> it's I will say, time to like... move on. <laughs> I will say, like, I've had some beautiful cakes, and it didn't taste very good. No. Yeah. The beauty's not on the inside in some cakes we've tried. And yeah, that is something totally. that I always say. The beauty on the outside needs to match the inside. Because the cake needs to be just as important as everything else. Absolutely. True. Um, the next question we got is a flavor that everyone loves. I did a three-tier vanilla, red velvet, and chocolate because I couldn't decide. Ooh. That's a smart choice. And that is something that we definitely see a lot is like three-tier cake and each cake is a different flavor. And it's a good way of like, um, I don't know what's <laughs> the word I'm variety a variety for people to yeah. choose from I love that I didn't even think of that um someone else asked if you did tastings which you do do tastings are your tastings free we didn't ask you that beforehand mm -hmm. no we actually typically charge about $20 for a tasting box which to be honest with you I think is actually fairly cheap yeah <laughs> with the amount of stuff that goes into it and to be honest with you, it's it's not always easy creating a small tasting box because you have to always make larger quantities. Fair. So wait, my question is, if someone's not looking to order a wedding cake and just wants to order a tasting box like me, if I just want to order a cake to eat, <laughs> can I order one? <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> it's time to jump on the website and order some cupcakes. <laughs> Okay, so they have to be a. Are Are you joking? I'm. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I won't. I, I don't just typically do tasting boxes okay. unless it's actually a wedding inquiry. Okay, good to know. I mean, that's only true hmm. to you. Like you said, you have to make these giant cakes and then cut them into little pieces. Like it's not really worth it for you if there's not going to be, you know. Yeah, I actually just did a quote recently, and the the couple was very specific in what they wanted in terms of flavor. Um, and I told them that I can do a tasting box for them because they had asked for one. And I was like, that's 20 bucks. 
But if you know what you want, I can do a two pack of cupcakes for you. And that's nine bucks. Oh, there you go. around it, people. So okay. If you know what you want and you just want to try it just to make sure that it's exactly what you want, I can do something specific. Mm, now you I want options, people. <laughs> yeah. Love it. You can get your two cupcakes for $9 now, Amanda. <laughs> Love it. I'm getting my cupcakes. <laughs> okay. And, um, and someone else didn't ask, but I'm curious, do you deliver to other areas besides Calgary as we personally do a bunch of weddings in the mountains? And I know the mountains is a huge place that um, people are looking to get married. I mean, we definitely do accommodate outside of the city deliveries. Um, there are a lot higher delivery fees for that. Um, so we usually charge a base rate and then per per kilometer and the time on top of that. So that, um, it, I mean, it takes a while to drive out to the mountains. So, um, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, definitely I, something that we can look into. We don't always have availability for it, but if we do, we're always more than happy to accommodate those types of deliveries. Nice. That's good to know. I think that was all the questions. Did we have anything else on Instagram, Monica? And that was it. So why don't you tell us <gasps> yeah. where can people find you? <laughs> um, so you can find me on AaronHebert.com. Um, and that is um, where we do pretty much a majority of all our ordering. So you can hop onto our website, um, head to the online ordering page, and you'll see all the items that we have um, available to order straight through our website. Um, everything's available for pickup and delivery. Um, and we are only open Thursday to Saturday. Um, and yeah. Awesome. We will link your website in our Instagram stories when this episode comes yeah. live, as well as in the show notes, so people can refer back to it. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. Now I feel like I want to go eat a slice of cake. Now I want a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll find Amanda and I at every wedding with cake and cupcakes. Um, in our hands. By Aaron. <laughs> I love it. I love, love it. it. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I feel like we, yeah, we haven't touched on anything dessert wise. So I hope this was super informative for everyone. And yeah, some of that stuff I didn't even know. And that's why I love interviewing other vendors because we only know so much. So thank you for sharing all your knowledge. And this is like a celebrity on the podcast. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing yeah thank you guys and be sure to go follow Aaron on Instagram as well I'm sure we'll take him in all of our podcast posts so go check him out and that is it for today's episode thank you so much for tuning in if you liked this episode and you want to share the wedding planning podcast with more people i encourage you to screenshot share it on instagram tag at the day of diva that would just brighten my day and we can spread it with more people that are planning their wedding if you need to find me at the day of diva on instagram and our website is dayofdiva.ca see you guys next time <laughs>